With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the Arsenal Way. And yes, we are back at you with your Arsenal Transfer Insight show. It's been a while since the close of the January transfer window, but we are now back. And of course, I'm joined by Lee Ryder, the Chronicle Chiefs Newcastle writer, to speak about Lucas Paqueta and his recent interest to Arsenal and Newcastle, which seems a bit like deja vu from the old Bruno Gumarais transfer. Lee, how are you? I'm very good, thanks. Very good. So, and do you, do you just want to give a brief outline into what is going on with possibly going on with uh, Lucas Paqueta? Yeah, well, it, it looks like uh, both the clubs, Arsenal and Newcastle, have got a, an interest in this player. And that's, you know, it's no big surprise given the, the market Newcastle are now, they're now dealing with. Um, we spend a lot of time in France even before the takeover. So that this is one that's probably been on their database for a while, but they probably never had the money to, to, to bring him in. So there was a lot of talk of PSG being interested um, in this player, but now it's, you know, looking like he's not, he's not going to go there and that leaves Newcastle and Arsenal potentially vying for his services. Really exciting signing. Um, but the one, the one little advantage Newcastle have got is, is that we've got Bruno Gumierrez here and, uh, He's, he's a big friend of his and he's already been to a couple of Newcastle games, actually. So maybe there's a chance uh, Bruno can use his powers of persuasion to to make it another big signing for Newcastle. Yeah, of course, it would be a big signing for Newcastle. And it would also be a big signing for Arsenal because we are lacking a midfielder. And just on, on Lucas Paqueta, do you know what is his, strong, his strengths, his weaknesses? He's more of an attacking midfielder, isn't he? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been looking at some clips of him and... Yeah, you want to get him on the ball, basically. You know, he's he loves to run at defenders, loves a loves a nutmeg, loves a back heel. Um, he just he reminds me a little bit of uh, Bastino Sprilla that we had at Newcastle back in the day, and that was just such an exciting time uh, when you know we had Shearer, Ginola, and the Sprilla all in the same team, and uh, to, to see him getting on the ball used to be fantastic. He used to always have a trick up his sleeve. Um, some phenomenal goals as well. So he's, he's got that kind of vibe around him, and uh, I just hope that uh, it's one Newcastle can pull off because uh, that story got our fans very excited yesterday. Let's put it that way. Um, you know, we we can see what people are reading now, and uh, yeah, that that one got people very excited yesterday. So hopefully, uh, it can become a reality moving forward. Yeah, it seems to be a, a little Brazilian contagion going on at Newcastle United. And of course, you've got Joe Linton. I believe he's very much loved by the, by the Newcastle fans. You have Bruno Guimaraes there and now potentially Lucas Paqueta. Is that, is that the really almost going down Brazilian players just to really light up the Premier League? Yeah, I mean, that, look, the fans absolutely love the Brazilians in the Newcastle team at the moment. Uh, you go to St. James Park, there's, there's huge Brazil flags. On the terraces, uh, wearing Brazil shirts reminds me of back in the day when we had uh, Mirandinha, uh, the first Brazilian to to play in this country. And you know, 
fans got very excited then as well. Um, sadly, the team was nowhere near as as, as promising <laughs> as it was was then because he got relegated. But uh, but now this this could this could be you know they could be the, the foundations for this team. Joe Linton is is almost reborn in in the middle of the pitch, uh, battling midfield enforcer who's who's doing very well, wins everything in the air. So hopefully, uh, you know, th- this can be the start of, of something. Um, Bruno is 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 really taking the life at Newcastle, and I know Arsenal were, I know Arsenal were in, interested in him, and um, yeah, I, I don't, I you know, I don't want to rub it in, but what a player. Um, We've we've got here. We can't believe it because he's a world class player who's waited patiently for his chance. When he's got it, the the first game he started was away at Southampton. Scored a back heel volley to win the game. And now who turns up in in the Premier League and does things like that? So that shows you his quality. Um, he had another great game against uh, Wolves on Friday night. Ten out of ten performance. And I really can't see him losing his place again. Uh, in the last seven games, so hopefully Newcastle can uh, finish strong. Yeah, in, t- in typical Brazilian fashion, your first Premier League start scoring a backhill volley is not a <laughs> not not a regular thing. But yeah, speaking about Bruno Guimaraes now for Arsenal, our midfield situation at the moment it makes it even worse when you when you consider that we could have signed him in January potentially anyway with our midfield issues. Thomas Partey being injured. Bruno Guimaraes would have came in perfectly and then slotted in that in. So that is a that is yeah, we are jealous as Arsenal fans to see Bruno Guimaraes in the colours of black and white. But it seems Lee, in the summer potentially, Arsenal Newcastle could be battling a lot because we have our own Brazilian contingent in Edu being uh, of course the, the technical director. We have Gabriel players like Gabriel Magalhães in there who's trying to attract Brazilian players, Gabriel Martinelli. Do you think this is going to be a regular theme of Arsenal Newcastle constantly battling for for players, Brazilian players even? Yeah, and the thing with Newcastle United is is that they've already got good good solid links in in Brazil. Uh, obviously, we've got the, the Bruno's agent on board now, so that is that is a big thing. Newcastle got that deal in place really quickly in the January window. The minute it, it become obvious Leon were prepared to sell Bruno, Newcastle were there. You know they caught everyone cold. It's not before that at Newcastle that would never happen. You know we we were the ones scraping around for players on deadline day but, but to get in there first was a really good thing now that i believe that newcastle scouts are probably sitting a few seats along from arsenal scouts at, at all these big european games now um so that that's important i think you know there's there's probably another player who's been linked with the premier league newcastle interested in another brazilian diego carlos at seville and um he could be one that Newcastle are back in the market for. I don't know if there's going to be any other Premier League interest for him. I know there's definitely interest around Europe, um, but you know, to, to bring him in would be another big move. I think, yeah, Newcastle are going to be jostling with, with Arsenal's, Tottenham's, Man United's, um, that that sort of clutch of teams that are like just trying to crack that big two. Because um, let's be honest, that's what we're looking at now. It's Liverpool, Man City. And to, to try and get anywhere near them is, is going to be an unbelievable challenge. Newcastle might, you look, it might take Newcastle another five, six, seven years to get anywhere near that, to get anywhere near it, because mm-hmm. the level of Liverpool Man City at the moment is just phenomenal. And uh, Newcastle have got all the work cut out. And now I, I don't know where that leaves Arsenal, Tottenham, Man U. Um, you, you know, you had Leicester there last season, they couldn't keep it up. So, 
it's going to be really exciting moving forward. But Newcastle will be busy in the transfer window. But in terms of getting those A-listers, um, you know, we might have to wait a little bit longer because we've got a lot of convincing to do that. Newcastle can genuinely challenge for Europe or one of the domestic clubs. Yeah, definitely. I think we saw on Sunday the quality, the difference between Liverpool and Manchester City and the other sides in the Premier League. It was a spectacle, to say the least. But speaking of Newcastle, and if you do bring, let's say you do bring in Lucas Paqueta, you think that'll go a long way? You said to climb up to the positions of qualifying for Europe. For me personally, I think having Bruno Guimaraes and Lucas Paqueta in the midfield, that automatically puts you in, in contention to get in to fight for the European places. Would you would you agree with that? Or do you think there's still other pieces in the squad that need, that need addressing? I think... Um... You look, it's it's not beyond the realms of possibility if you get a good run and you get injury an injury free run, which Newcastle never seem to we never seem to get the rub of the green with injuries. Um, we always seem to be carrying two or three. Um, so you you would need that look, but I mean, if you look at the gap between that the Europa Conference League place in seventh to like eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, it's pretty big. It's a, it's a it's it's almost a chasm, really. So we need to uh, step up, obviously, and have a consistent season. Newcastle really are just looking to, to to get away from battling against relegation, which we've done for five or six years now. It's always got, gone, you know, down the last ten games. Uh, so, so it would be a big jump for us. But as you say, if you get these players on board, you get a run together. Then there's every opportunity you can uh, you can challenge at the, at the at the business end of the Premier League as you like to call it. But uh, we haven't been there for a long time, so we, we just take each day as it comes. I think absolutely, you're certainly on the in the right direction though, because I believe the last time the last time we spoke it was after the January transfer window, after you signed Bruno Guimaraes, and then you were still in a fight for relegation. Now it seems you guys are just climbing up the table and could even make make the top half. Just Is this filling you with a lot of confidence under Eddie Howe for next season? And potentially, where would you, looking at this now, your recent form, what would you think the, the target should be for next season? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it would be remarkable if we finished in the top 10 this season. At the moment, we're only three points off, but there's a few teams who've got games in hand. Uh, so to get that this season... The problem there is, is that might just raise the bar a little bit too high um, because if you get top 10 this season, then next season you are looking at that Europa Conference League slot. So that would, as I say, would be a big jump. Um, obviously, depending on how many players do come through the door in, in the summer. But yeah, I mean, the, the, the long-term aim is to make Newcastle successful, to get back into Europe. We haven't had the European Knights for a long time now. And uh, I, I, you know, I was watching on with Envy last night at yeah. Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea the night before. I know they got beat, but just those nights are the, the best nights as a football fan, best nights as a reporter of being in Europe. You know, going on going on these trips and seeing different grounds, different cultures, and uh, it's it's just such a great experience. So, I, you know, I hope that comes back um, sooner rather than later. But next season. Hopefully, you know, they can they can at least be knocking on the door and then uh, see where we go from there. Absolutely. You did mention Champions League. And as an Arsenal fan, 
for that's what that's our aim this season. That's what we've been dreaming for. Hopefully for next season, but we shall see if that does happen. Let's say it does happen, and we are still are in the chase for Lucas Paqueta. Do you think that could be a determining factor, or do you think still the the project of Newcastle would still be enough to to persuade him to join to join the Magpie instead of the Gunners? Look, Champions League would. Yeah, you're right. To get that would, you know, just put Arsenal two, three, maybe four steps ahead of Newcastle on certain targets. And yeah, you're right, because that is that is such a big incentive for a player because you want to be playing in the best competitions. Um, Newcastle definitely won't be in Europe next season. So that that's we haven't got that. What what we probably might have is we might be able to offer, you know, a really good salary. Um, but after that you know, the European competition is, is a big one. And um, yeah, that that's one that Arsenal fans will be praying they can get back. It used to be guaranteed, didn't it? It used to be, yeah. you used to walk into that, you know, top four. So yeah, look, Arsenal, huge club. That That's the level uh, they're looking to get back to. And yeah, hopefully uh, from an Arsenal point of view, you can you can do it. But there's, there's, as I say, there's a, there's a lot of competition now. Yeah, a lot of competition. Back in the day, Arsenal fans under Arsenal Wenger, we used to complain that top four wasn't enough. Now we'd bite your hand off just to, just to yeah, get in the fourth position. I, I never understood that. I, I mean, I'm an outsider looking looking yeah. in to London. I could never understand like the Wenger out stuff. Um, I know Arsenal, you know, they've done unbelievable things, winning the title, winning the double, you know, winning European Cups further back. And... For me, you know, I never understood that because top four was a was a huge thing, and you know, I, I felt uh, I felt Arsene Wenger got got a bit of a, a rough ride from that point of view. But look, that's that's when when you know you've got an ambitious club, when you you've got the fans, they're, they're thriving for more. And uh, it happened in Newcastle back in the day. We we didn't get into the Champions League under Bobby Robson in two thousand four, and uh, Bobby ended up leaving the club. So. You know, the pressure can change things and the demand, uh, obviously, totally different situation now. But uh, that, that's where Newcastle fans dream of getting back to. So I can understand maybe that little bit of uh, lack of patience at times at Arsenal. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with you. I think under Arteta now, this is the year or next year, I think, has to be the year. We have to get top six this year, then Champions League next year. Otherwise, serious questions will be will be asked of Arteta because now he's had time to rebuild the squad. We're looking positive. I think off the pitch, they've sorted out the issues. Now it's time for on the pitch to hopefully reach their targets. But before we do wrap up the show, Lee, we're going to just turn back to Lucas Paqueta. And of course, he's playing against West Ham in the Europa League tonight. Is that one game Newcastle fans should watch to, and Arsenal fans should watch to, to really get an insight of him? Yeah, it's a perfect opportunity, isn't it? He's in the headlines this week. You know, they, they've got a game against English opposition. It's a huge game for West Ham. Um, this is the ideal chance to to take a good look at him and, and see him live because sometimes it's all right looking at your YouTube clips and looking at things on Twitter, but to see a player over 90 minutes sometimes can give you the best, the best perspective. Obviously, it's something Newcastle like because they've been scouting him and keep going back. But... Uh, yeah, it's it's one that I'll be watching, and I'm sure all the Arsenal fans will be tuning in too because it's you know it's it's the business end of the season in uh, in Europe as well. So uh, yeah, exciting nights at the moment. Absolutely exciting nights indeed, and we are going to end the show there, Lee. As always, thank you for jumping on the show, mate. No problem.
Thanks Thank you. Cheers. If you want to see me more from Lee, just follow him on Twitter at Lee underscore Ryder. I'll give you some more information there, possibly on Lucas Paqueta on his next destination. We shall see. If you want to also get more information from me, follow me on Twitter at BaileyKeo underscore. That is the end of the show, guys. So make sure you leave a like, subscribe, and most importantly, keep following us down the Arsenal way. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on.